Welcome, everyone, to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. Today's episode, we always have servants on here, but this guest is a true servant and he's a servant to students and parents and education, which we all know needs help and Bill's doing some magical things with education. Bill, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, let's let's just dive right in and talk about the conference and what you're going to do and some some bullet points about that. Yeah, yeah, this conference is really kind of a launching of my new new business. Um, and uh, it's called VC Latinx 2023 Conference. What it is, is uh, we're in six Latin American countries, uh, of three languages over four days, all about financial literacy and entrepreneurial skills uh, for the underprivileged in these countries. So typically that's women, LGBTQ, rural folks, minorities, um, we want to help educate them and give them opportunity. That's great. I mean, now you can see why I'm excited to have Bill on. But why did you choose financial literacy? I've been involved in the financial world for 37 years. So uh, I spent 20 years in the trading pits of Chicago and uh, then a few years in banks and, and financial advising and uh, all that wonderful stuff. And um, I was mentoring some kids at a high school in their incubator program, a program to teach them how to build a business. And I came up with this idea. I said, you know, they asked, you know, can you teach us the financial side of things? And uh, me being who I am, I just said, well, boy, if I'm going to write something up for these kids, why don't we do it for all juniors and seniors in high school? They need it. Um, we have 23 states here in the U.S. that have a mandate that they must have financial literacy in order to graduate high school. But nobody has a program. Nobody makes them fall through with it. Um and uh, there's more than 40 states that have it on their books in some form, but so it, um, it's needed. You know, it is. I, I've heard high school kids uh, at a party. We had our, my son, my wife's son at a party here, and they were talking about, how do you write a check? I'm like, <laughs> right? You laugh. I was laughing too, but they just don't know, Right. They don't even know how to. So I asked one girl in, in the high school, I said, how do you know what your balance is on your bank account? She said, oh, I get an email that says uh, I'm overdrawn. I, seriously, I, I had another one say, a young man say, I, I put my debit card you know, in the ATM machine and it tells me, OK, what if you lose your debit card? Silence. Um, basics. So I, I've, I've always, I think I've told you this before, that, that when I used to speak in front of groups as an advisor, the first thing I would say is there's two things I know spouses never talk about. That's money and sex. And I'm here to help you with one of those. And it would get a good chuckle and lighten it up a little bit. But the reality is, is you probably never did have that birds and bees talk with your child. And I know you don't speak to your spouse about money. And what happens then? We don't teach our kids. And then they don't teach their kids. And... We wind up in a world full of people who are, it's a hope and a prayer how well they do. This is an easy fix if people are willing, right? It is. It is. It's, there's a lot to it. it. You know, life is complicated enough. Money can be very complicated and we do that on purpose, right? People don't want to talk about money because they don't know about money. They, they don't want to talk to an advisor because they're afraid to show that they don't know about anything about money. Um, you know, they, they go into retirement and, you know, they put money into a 401k their whole life. And they have no idea if it's enough 
what it's really invested in, how much is it costing them? Um, you know, do I buy the car? Do I lease the car? You know, you know what's better? Um, there's so many financial decisions we make that have such tremendous impact on us in the future. Um, we don't understand that. You know, you buy a home; it's a 30-year loan. You, you know, you didn't pay three hundred thousand dollars for that home. You paid seven hundred forty-eight thousand dollars for that home over thirty years. Um, yeah. How much? You know, how much does that take away from your future? Um, yeah, and it's it, it, it's interesting because it's so emotional money. But if you're right coaching or the right advisor like you are saying, fear goes away, doesn't it? It it, it really does. I, I used to visit my father after he retired, moved to Florida on the golf course, and we'd play golf with his buddies, and they would all race home afterwards to go check out how their money did in the market that day. Now, these folks were pretty well off, fairly well off, and they I don't think they needed to worry that much about money, but that's all they worried about. And and they would race back. I, that's not a, that's not how I want to live. Um, if I ever retire, I, I hope to not have that worry. But uh, it's going to be a long time before I retire. Right. <laughs> What's because it's students that you're working with, which I love because they're a backbone of this of this world. Because you're doing it worldly. It's a global event. What would you tell a parent? What's one thing that you would tell a parent to help them with teaching kids finances, their kids? That's a great question. Um, and it's very difficult because you're asking somebody to teach something they don't know anything about. Um, you know, it's, it's it, truly, it's, it's, it's rare. I, I know C-suite level executives. I know CFOs that don't know anything about personal finances. Talk to any doctor. No, there's very few doctors that know anything about money, but they have a boatload of it, right? And they just don't know what to do with it. So it, it's a great question. I'm not sure I know how to answer that other than, you know, does it hurt to go to the bank and talk to the banker about what account you should open? What types of accounts are there nowadays? It's not complicated, you know, and, and how do we start a savings plan? You know, remember back in the day and when we were kids and, and going back a generation, how we used to get an allowance and we had to earn it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the same age. You know, that's interesting. You know, you, a thought came to my head. Ask questions. Which is what you're saying, right, Bill? You, you know, it, it is. It's asking questions, but unfortunately, we've been taught to stay quiet. Right. We've been taught to keep it close to the vest. Don't talk about your ideas, your plans, your goals. Keep it to yourself because, you know, if you failed, you don't want everybody to know you failed. Well, guess what? Everybody fails and you will fail many, many times in your life. So you better learn how to deal with failure. And, and if you're not failing, it's because you're not trying hard enough. Yeah, that's, so, that's know, so true. I, I've failed thousands of times. But it, it just, it, 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 if you're not trying, then I, I don't know if you're not living life. You work with students, kids, I call them. You have a great story of a kid that you work with in the high school and whatever age that really got it and was super successful with their finances. Well, I, I've only been working with them for about two years now. So um, so this same group that I've been working with, they're graduating this year. Um, but I give them a lot of credit because it's uh, I, I have two different groups. So one group is three young men 
um, and we call them future entrepreneurs, um, that, that they get it. They, they are so excited about what they're building and what they're doing. Now, part of that excitement comes from learning what the next steps are how to, and how exciting it can be. So to give you an idea, they've designed a sock, a, a sports sock that, that um, presumably uh, we have to test this, but, but doesn't, it eliminates blisters for athletes. Okay. Now reality is, is it's not going to eliminate blisters for everybody, but maybe it does for some. And so what got them really excited was I introduced them to a gentleman I know in the garment district in New York who could help them build the prototype, could help give them the, the pitch deck and, and their eyes almost popped out of their heads that they were having a conversation with a guy who looked at them and said, and if you want, I can get you into Walmart. I can get you into Kohl's. I can get you into Dick's Sporting Goods. And I'm like, back up the truck, Jeff, please <laughs> don't have their eyes popping out of their heads. Let's first get this in place. Let's test it here in their school. Let's spread it out to the schools around here and, and move from there. But but uh, because these guys all of a sudden were like, we're going to make millions. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. No, we, we both know that for sure. <laughs> Well, and that's the interesting thing about working with somebody like you, using your resources with these kids. They've got a great idea, but how many millions of people have a great idea, Bill? And they have nowhere to go. It's probably why we just talked about earlier that 90 what percent of people failed that started a new business. And, and it's for a couple of reasons. Number one, they don't realize how hard it is. And it's very hard. It, if it comes easy, something's wrong because um, it's very hard to build a business, number one. And number two, most people never start with a, a business plan, mm. an executive plan. If you don't have a plan, plan to fail because it, it, it won't work. You can't fly by the seat of your pants and, and just become successful. It might work for a couple of people, um, but it's not going to work for 99.999% of people. Um, and, and it's the first question I ask everybody. Anybody who comes to me for advice on a, their business, do you have a business plan? Because A, it holds you accountable. B, it gives you a goal. It keeps it in sight. So you you know how to stay focused because we, we can get sidetracked very easily. Um, so it's just so important. I like that. I just heard a, read a story this week about Bill Walsh, the 49er head coach, where he scripted the first 25 plays. He said, I didn't I didn't want to not sleep at night. I could sleep the night before a game because I had my whole business plan, let's use your great verbiage, set up. And that's why the 49ers were so successful. Same idea, right? Exactly the same idea. I, I, you, what keeps you awake at night? Things that you don't know about things that you're worried about that that can hit you in the blind side. And if you 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 plan it out, it's okay. Things are going to happen that you didn't expect, but you can adjust. You know, I, I, I spent 20 years in the trading pits, I said, and, and told you, and one of the first things you learn is, is make the trade, manage the risk. Don't sit there and, and overthink everything and make no decision. Make a decision and deal with it. Because it's Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. I think you're going to make the right decision every time. You're 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 fooling yourself. And that leads to uh, talking to business owners myself. 
not as much as you, but indecisiveness, not making that decision can be just as much failure as anything else, right? Oh, it, it, it's very easy to fail that way. It's very easy to fail that way. And you just, I, I love that phrase, just make the trade and deal with the risk. So make your decision in business, deal with the repercussions. Is it lost money, whatever that may be. Make adjustments as you go. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's just make the trade, manage the risk. Um, this is, this is what, this is what we're trying to build with my new company is, is here's the thing. If, if young people only have two choices that they can make, let's say on, on, on whatever they're facing and neither choice is good, you're never going to make the right decision. But if you have knowledge, if you are given knowledge and provided knowledge, you have more options to make choices and, and, and more options leads to more freedom. So that, that's our mission statement. We, we provide knowledge. Knowledge gives you options. Options gives you freedom. I like that. Let's segue into the conference. I want to give the audience a vision of and when is it and a vision what the conference is going to look like so they can partake as well. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. This one is all virtual. So it is coming at the end of May, May 23rd through the 26th. As I said, four days. Uh, first day, I believe, is Spanish. Second day is Portuguese. And the third and fourth day are in English. Um, over 50, 60 speakers now, I believe. Um, we, uh, we have keynote speakers from the NASDAQ Stock Exchange Board of Directors. Uh, we have one from the G20. Um, uh, and we're talking to some other high-level folks like that. These, these are very high-level folks around the world at different universities. Um, uh, and again, it's all virtual. So some will be live, some will be recorded. And uh, there's breakout rooms. There's um, roundtables. There will be a, um, a virtual uh, job fair. There will be angel and VC, venture capitalists, investors, that will be available to talk to anybody who comes to this that and 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 get their questions answered. How do I put together a business plan? How do I put together a pitch deck? How do I approach people like you to get money? What can I expect in return? So it's it's a full gamut of you know of of from going from concept to being successful and to getting that business up and running. And uh, going forward, we will do that live. Um, right now, we're in conversations with Germany, and they're fighting between Berlin, uh, Frankfurt, and um, Munich as to which university is going to host. Um, so, And we have the same thing going on in France, and we're talking to other countries as well. But along with this six Latin American countries we're doing it with, we have watch parties in somewhere close to almost a dozen cities around the world. So, and these are strictly watch parties. So um, it, it's interesting and, and I'm learning a lot. Um, Ghana and Angola are very big in South Africa in signing up and uh, University of Angola is bringing people in and busing students in from the high schools into the college. Of course, they're trying to offer their college as a, as a starting point for them, but, um, and busing them in to listen to this event and to learn from this event. Um, because I've learned that South Africans are very uh, entrepreneurial minded. Interesting. So uh, big, the big question is what's the cost? Oh, well, it's a tough one. Um, if, if you can get a link, 
and you can sign up. It's free to free to watch. And through this show, because Bill asked me to, the link's going to be in the show, so it'll be free through this show, or reach out to me. And Bill, if they want to reach out to you for the conference or a question, how can they reach you? Uh, best way to reach me is uh, Bill at BillHasse.com. So that's B-I-L-L at B-I-L-L-H-A-A-S-E. Two A's, one S, and then an E.com. And uh, that's my personal email. Reach out to me. What's the time frame uh, for the different uh, days? You know, 9 to 6, you know, what, what kind of time It'll schedule? Eight, 8 till noon, and there'll be a one-hour break, and then from 1 to 5. I'm assuming people can come in and out during their day, check out hey. what's going on. As they wish, they can they can partake. I mean, you know, some, many folks don't understand Spanish or Portuguese, and, and so they're coming to the English only and vice versa. Um, it's for whatever times that they can partake in it. Um, uh, after, after the conference, there are courses. Each of the speakers uh, will provide courses that will support what they talked about um, and go a little bit more in depth. And, and the speakers will be available to people if they want to reach out to them personally. Uh, for a consultation. So at no cost, um, there are the classes, there is a cost to the classes um, to go deeper into it. Uh, but it's, it's, it's small. It's, we, we understand the audience we're reaching out to. Right. And, and we'll, we'll actually even be handing out some scholarships to people uh, to buy those classes. Who's servant audience. I told you Bill's a servant. He's offering a free program. That's massive. And he's given scholarships. Yeah. We, What's we, your, we're looking at yeah. about forty to fifty thousand watchers. It's a large, large group of people. So, what is your the conference's goal for a guest coming in? What do you want them to come out of it on Sunday or the Portuguese day or Spanish day when it's ended? What do you want them to get out of that? I want young people to get excited that there's opportunity. I want that. I want them to have hope. I want them to have purpose. I want them to be able to know that it's okay to go for it. That, that you, you don't have to be conservative. You don't have to be quiet. You don't, you don't have to downplay your, your, your thoughts, your beliefs. You, you, you get it in your mind that there's a dream within you. You can reach it. You, you, can, you absolutely can reach it and you can make it. You just you have to learn how to get there and you have to believe that you're going to get there. That's the key factor. You know, Bill, you're a humble man. You've so much to offer. Let's talk about you. Can you give me a book? I know you. Okay. What's a favorite book or two? I know you've had some guests on your. We'll talk about the radio show too. But you know, what's a book that you can share with the audience you loved and why? Yeah, you see that stack of books behind me mm -hmm. there. That, uh, those are all guests from my radio show that have written books and and I'm um, tasked that I want to read. Um, but uh, one of my favorite all time books is The Go Giver. And I only read it maybe a year ago, a little over a year ago. Didn't realize how, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of reaching self -help, uh, reading self-help books. And to me, those work well for the person who wrote them, but it doesn't mean it works well for me and, and me and my world, my dream, mm -hmm. my situation. Um, it never hurts to learn how others are being successful. Um, but I, I said a few years ago when I was a financial advisor, I looked at the, my my manager and I just said, you know, instead of trying to tell me what to do all the time, why don't you just let me go and let me do my thing? And let's see how that works. If I fail, I fail. Okay. Richard and I was, I was a number two agent 
that year of 55 uh, in our company. And so, you, you know, you folks individually, you have great ideas. You know who you are. You know what you can do. You just need to feel free to go out and do it. And you can. You just have to take charge. You got to believe. That's the key. Yeah. And the Go-Givers follows this podcast tremendously because it's all about serving. It Be is. a Go-Giver. It's a beautiful book, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Real quick, let's talk about the radio show. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm in my third year. Uh, every week I do a radio show much like your podcast. And 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 the, the concept is is how to how to uh how to go from the concept of an idea, building a business all the way to being successful. And I bring guests on the show that help people with every different stage and facet of a business you can imagine. And uh branding, marketing, sales, uh web designs, logos, um uh, mindset is very important. Um, sales is very important. So many people do sales incorrectly. It's unbelievable. Um, you and I had that conversation and, and I, this is why I, I so love talking with you because, um, I've done nothing but have conversations with people that I need to sell. And I've done nothing to tell them what you taught me was, you know, selling as a, being a servant and not selling a product or a service. Um, maybe not even selling what you're, what you focus on. Um, it's just giving and, um, and business can, uh, really skyrocket by doing that. But, um, it, it's, it's, it's challenging. You know, everything is challenging because we, we've been taught to do things a certain way. And the reality is, 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 uh, I'm sorry, but that way doesn't work anymore. Not in this world. It's old school. Um, don't keep it close to the best. Shout it out there. Reach out to people if you need help on something. Bring people in that are better doing something than you are. Don't waste your time trying to to, to build your, uh, you know, strengthen your weaknesses. No, bring somebody else in. Let them handle that. You know, do what you do best and focus on that, and let others do what they do best. Um, don't micromanage. That's a powerful statement. I'm glad I recorded this because I want to listen to it. Because my dad, who passed in 2017, used to tell me as a kid, as I don't recreate the wheel. If it's built, jump on it and ride with it. He did that his whole life, a very uh, successful contractor. But he never, you know, he went in the times of the 60s and 70s when there's no cell phones. It was fax machines that go in. But again, he says, I never recreated the wheel, which is exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, you know, I did an art. I, I, I was interviewed for an article uh, uh, um, in the Washington Post back in the early '90s, and it was about sales. And I was in the trading pits, and I was a broker on the phone, so I was sales. Um, they said, "What do you find is the biggest problem with sales today?" I said, the, "The saddest part is, is sales is going away from the relationship." And nowadays, and that's back in the '90s, and saying, you know, it's either sell or get out. You got 30 days to meet a quota. You got 60 days to meet a quota or get out. Sales is about relationships. It's, it is not about shoving a product or a service down someone's throat because we're a little bit too smarter nowadays. Nobody likes to be sold, right? Everybody loves to buy, but nobody wants to be sold. So how do you how do you sell in that kind of environment? You know, you, you can't push your wares and you see them, you know, we're in networking groups, uh, which are very valuable, um, but you know the difference between those who are givers and those who are just sellers. Um, and we we kind of try to stay away from those that all they're doing is selling. 
So you get it. This and our conversation we met previously, I enjoyed. I'm enjoying this as much. We're running out of time. A guy gave me a phrase, commission breath. Every time somebody sells, isn't that great? So I want to throw it out there, audience. Commission breath. Stay away. You'll smell it a mile away. Oh, you will. Just, you know. yeah, yeah, exactly. And respond to that. Be kind. Be a servant and just say, hey, it's not for me. And we move forward. Well, I, I want to really thank you for being on this show. This has been one of my best shows because you really care and you have passion to help people. And there's a financial going to come. And, and and as I tell people, there's no scoreboard when you're serving in business. Yeah, you have your goals. But if I refer you, Bill, don't expect that Bill's going to bring me a referral or there's money coming. Just let the universe handle it. I'm sorry. I'm getting a, But you get me so excited about this stuff. Um, let's leave the audience with, you've given us so much knowledge and audience, please listen to us again and again, and listen to what Bill's saying about all this financial literacy and things that he's mentioned here. What advice would you give my audience to help them on their journey? One line. Remember that a winner is just a loser that never gave up. It, it, it's that it's it's that simple it, it, a winner is just a loser that never gave up it's hard but don't give up you'll get there 